0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dougal Pod, um, it's not actually called that but I couldn't think of a more uh, genius name for it. We are joined by a very special guest today, we're joined by the CM Scout himself, Mr Rob Pick. Rob, how you doing fella, you alright? Not too bad, thank you, how are you? Yeah, all good, all good. you you been alright?
1: Yeah, well, working in between, trying to work out what the hell to do with my Champman team, which is basically <laughs> a standard... Monday, Tuesday, period. So, yeah, yeah i looking, looking forward to all, having a bit all, really. of <laughs> um,
0: Any plans on what to do this week? Just off the top of your head? Um,
1: well, yeah, you are speaking to the man that took a minus four last week to remove Rude Van Nistelrooy and immediately realized it was a mistake <laughs> and has now minus foured him back in. So, as long as you're not after any actual advice from the scout, I think you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, that is the state of our scout. He transfers out Rude Van Nistelrooy. So,
1: don't listen to a word he says.
0: Um, Ashley, I, am, I, have,
1: I am slightly hung over from my meeting with gary neville sorry <laughs> oh yeah a, of course no, it's um, been yeah, a long week definitely chat about that uh, wwe was it yeah we went to watch wwe well wwf i mean we are in 2001 oh yeah sorry uh, of course at the, <laughs> at the manchester arena um and yeah managed to squeeze a little bit of team news out of him but it was uh, it was a chore phil neville on the wing is a really interesting one i didn't see that coming it's the sort of thing where I think if you're stuck for something to do this week, or if you're starting afresh with the second half league, he might not be a bad punt for the first week as a defender playing out of position. I suppose you, you're always running that risk of whether he'll last an hour. I think that's probably the. Uh, I don't think he will. I don't thing. think he,
0: he's really started much in the last few games, has he? I may be wrong. With that. He hasn't. I, he, I think no. they,
1: it's very, very difficult with Man United to deviate away from Van Nistelrooy potentially. Veron, I suppose the the other assets are. Sylvester Beckham and Gigs that are all injured, so it's it's become yeah. a little bit more difficult.
0: Well, everyone's hoping for Luke Chadwick, weren't they? And then that didn't
1: materialise. I was hoping for Luke Chadwick. I think I would definitely have brought him in um, at that price point, but not to be, unfortunately. Ah, fair play.
0: So the way this is going to work is it's going to be like sort of Parkinson's sort of interview, you know, um, one of those it, like a, yeah, Graham Norton. Like shall say? Have a
1: celebrity, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, what's his name in Father Ted? Father Null. It's going to
1: be a like 5-0 interview. I'm more than down for that. That's absolutely fine. Lovely stuff. I can't do the voice. I won't try because it will come across as a bit racist. But That would be dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Um, I
0: have got a list of questions for you, Rob. So whenever you're ready, we shall kick off with those. Um, Go for it. So obviously you are the Chapman Scout. How did you sort of like get into that role and how did you come across uh, Chapman FBL itself?
1: Um, so I obviously already followed um Dave and Andy um I don't know how I'd come across Dave I'd seen Andy via spot of the wolf pack and things like that previously um and I saw the tweets that they'd initially sent out suggesting that they were going to run some kind of game around the champ manager series um I this is quite embarrassing I actually replied to that tweet It got no likes and (laughs) no retweets, just suggesting that I might run a game based on Football Manager 20. Uh, Fortunately, that niche has been taken away from me by Jack Wilson, Um, however, the legend. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I'd sent that and gotten, I think I got no, I didn't expect to get any replies. It was something initially that I'd had conversations with a couple of lads from work and we were just going to do something for fun. Um, And then I, I have to admit, I was a little bit conscious of the lack of football um, and how, I help, how the hell I was going to cope with it? I think I had visions of turning into sort of Father Stone from Father Ted and being the most boring man in the world and just walking <laughs> backwards and forwards, um, or that I might have drunk a bottle of dreamy, sleepy nighty snoozy snooze and just ended it. Um, so the lack of football in, in my life was a concern. Um, so I'd actually then I reached out to Dave um, and just said, "Look, if you need any help with any of this, I'm more than happy to kind of to chip in because." very much at a loose end without football. Um, and we just got into a little bit of a conversation from there. Initially started out as just try and promote the game a little bit, try and take some of the, the questions that they were getting asked repetitively away and answer them and try and kind of just ease the workload for them. Um, and then I suspect Dave saw an opportunity to dump some, some work on somebody. So I had started making season schedules and things like that just to try and help with the running of the game. And it kind of just spiraled from there. Um, and turned into, I guess, what it is now, which has its certainly been more than I expected it to be, and the game has been more than I expected it to be. I think it's been more than probably everybody expected it to be, no more so Dave and Andy um, and James, of course, who who got on board with the spreadsheets. But it's just been an absolutely incredible initiative and something that I, I, I can't believe the way that the community responded to it, but it's just been such an incredible game to play.
0: Yeah, it really picked up, didn't it? Uh, I saw it uh, when it first started off. I think uh, I may have been one of the first people to join. I'm not entirely sure. And i just seen the numbers
1: that were getting involved. It was like, I think it was like one, there was 1,500 starting the game, weren't there? there was yeah I mean it's it's crazy and I I guess I would encourage as many as many people as possible to either join the game if if they haven't already been playing it or to make sure they get their teams imported because it's it's I think the guy more than anything else it's going to be more difficult I suppose with FPL coming back to get the the traction and the attention that maybe it's had previously but I think more that more so than anything else I think the guys deserve the season to to keep going and the momentum to keep going at least until the end of the season and then hopefully beyond who knows yeah
0: definitely I think the main thing that attracts people to it is
1: that whole nostalgic sort
0: of feel so absolutely 2001-2002 I was like seven years old then so I wasn't really even into my football that much yeah. but I still I still remember the old school kits I remember all the I support West Ham I remember the decent-ish West, Plans, West no, Ham players. yeah you. no it was nightmare <laughs> especially this season but um, it got even worse in the future 2002-2003 when we got relegated
1: um, yeah, I mean it's nice for you to have somebody on here that supports a team that 's worse than yours so i mean is is it Barnsley for you Rob it. it is Barnsley yes, absolutely ah, good old the Barnsley. less said of that the better <laughs> <laughs> fair
0: play um so obviously you, you put a lot of work to do in the whole scout business. you put out loads of tweets um, and I imagine you 're working behind the scenes as well with the guys um so with the fa- you you 're quite a family man you 've got family life you 've got fiance how how do they sort of um how they sort of respond to you helping out <laughs> so much with this uh, sort of project? Do they understand what you're trying to
1: do? How's uh, the best way to answer this question? Um, <laughs> I, would, I would self-confess that I spend far, far, far too much time on my phone. Um, and I think the missus saw football taking a break as something that would probably slow that down. And I might spend a little bit less time looking at my phone a little bit less time involved in fantasy football. Um, so the fact that it's gone completely the other way i don't think is particularly well received <laughs> i think she she sees me watching james from planet fpl doing his streams and is just completely baffled um but that someone is essentially sat reading out tweets from a fake football game and everyone is so engaged in watching it um james isn't sh- isn't shy of the odd expletive either which is good with a 10 year old around oh, totally <laughs> um, but yeah it's uh, she tolerates it i think is probably how i would describe it um i am quite fortunate she's actually a nurse with the nhs and she works night shifts so her two night shifts a week are tuesday nights and friday nights which tends to be the day before deadline so it allows me to kind of spend that little bit of time sorting my team out or doing anything i need to do in terms of um tweets and stuff and i've got into the habit now because she works the night shift on a tuesday night of scheduling the scout week on a tuesday morning um so that it all goes out automatically and i can spend a little bit more time kind of with the family and a little bit less staring at my uh computer screen or my phone and trying to work out an elaborate story to tell
0: that's very high tech very high tech stuff i mean i try to explain Indeed. to i try to explain to my fiance and the way that i sort of try and do it is it's a game being simulated by some guys and i'm sort of trying to guess who does the best at it and i've I think she sort of gets it, but she thought the Premier League was restarting when I started telling her about it. And I was just like, oh no, it's just a, it's a football manager game Make. from about um, <laughs> 18 years ago. Um, how did you try, if you tried to explain it to your missus in the simplest terms, how would you try and sell it to her?
1: Essentially, it would be that. I think there was a an occasion where she came in, I think she'd been on a, a Zoom call with her friends doing a quiz or something. And she came into the bedroom at sort of 10 o'clock at night and I was sat watching one of the Sunday night streams. And you've just got, dave and andy sat there full beards on staring at the computer screen very impressive in... beard, mind very very impressive and you i mean to someone who has no idea what's going on it would look like the most boring thing in the world and she just walked in looked at the tv screen and it was almost a case of do i end the relationship here <laughs> do, I, do i carry on and um, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, fortunately not as of yet um, oh, but I think it is, <laughs> it is one of those things I think that's very very difficult to explain to somebody um, and she, she is into football but I think this level of kind of simulated football is is something that she can't quite get her head around but we're, we're muddling through yeah. Is she an unfortunate Barnsley <laughs> fan as well? Uh, no she this this pains me to say. Um, she is a Leeds fan which Oof. Uh, considering some of the Scouts tweets yeah, not not ideal, but we we manage somehow.
0: <laughs> Uh, speaking of the Scouts tweets, obviously um, you went for a Chinese with Gary Neville, saw the WWF oh. show today. Um, prior to that, it was um, the Ipswich Tractor Festival, was it, um, that cancelled? Uh, the
1: Tractor, indeed, uh, the Christmas Tractor Parade.
0: Yeah, And it was, um, oh, I'm trying to think of uh, some of the ones prior to that, but then they're, they're all McDonald's like... With Colin
1: Calderwood, there's been, there's been
0: yeah. Steve Storland Dan Butlins, I mean, they're yeah. like incredible <laughs> stories. So something that you've probably seen like a stand-up comedy routine. I mean, um, how would it take you to like sort of think of that, or is it just like off the top of your head? You're a naturally funny person. You're just like, oh fuck it, there's going to be a, a tractor festival. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna ask some people about some stuff here.
1: I'd love to I'd love to say that I'm a naturally funny person, but I suppose that's not for me to say. Um, I there isn't really much to it other than I wait until I get the message with the leak on it. Sometimes it comes from Dave. Um, sometimes from Andy. Obviously, the detail of the leak is very much just there this is what the leak is, go away and do what you want with it. Um, The only one I think I had any conversations with them on was the Tractor Parade one, because I think there'd been a bit of a chat in the the private group that we're in, where they'd sent a couple of pictures and just thought this could be something that's fun to do. Um, But everything else has come just from me. I, I have obviously had some help with them, so FPL Doodles did the the artwork for the Ian Hart one at Elland Road. Um, Corf FPL from the Wolfpack did the Butlins, Steve Staunton pictures. So there's certain people that I kind of reach out to for a little bit of help if I've got an idea that I want to run with. Um, but it is very much just coming out of my own warped head. Um, it will come as no no kind of... Surprise with all the gifs and stuff. I'm very into sort of sitcoms, British comedies, Father Ted is one of them. Um, so a lot of the ideas come from just things that I can do around that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it's been, I don't know if initially I intended it to be like this, but I did a couple of stories to start with and they were well received. And I thought I'm just going to have to keep doing this. <laughs> um, so there's there's some weeks when I've been a little bit busier where they're a little bit less detailed. I think the one with Corrado Grabi, I was in a bit of a rush. So it was just having him talk in broken English about. Graham Souness being abreast and things like that, and it was a little bit. That was a great one. Yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> so that, that was very much an impromptu shit. I need to get something together and get it sent out here. Um, very much like watching Ted and Dougal writing "Lovely Horse." I think was probably the way that was that came about. It was very much just sitting there and thinking, "What the hell can I write now?" Um, just play the second so, note. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, not that note. Um, so yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's been a, it's been fun, and I think. The easiest way for me to, I don't want to go on for too long on this, but I think I only really got into kind of FPL podcasts and things like that probably 18 months ago Um, and got into kind of the whole Twitter community of FPL and it is one of them things where you kind of feel like I want to get involved in this, but I'm not really sure where where i can get into it if that makes sense um i'm not a data guy i'm not someone who can stare at loads of stats if they come up on a podcast and i hear it and it sounds like it'll be beneficial i'll probably use it but i am very much someone who just goes on instinct or eye test or whatever i've kind of watched on tv um and kind of sat watching the fpl community and never really saw an opportunity to get into it so i mean i think this champ man thing kind of gave me that chance to kind of go let's let's run with something and see if i can kind of get a little bit more involved in the community um and i think i've sent more tweets from my uh scout account in the last what two three months than i'd sent from my main account in three or four years and <laughs> um, it's crazy the way it kind of takes off but um no i've really enjoyed kind of getting a little bit within the community i guess and getting inside that community rather than feeling like someone who's on the outside looking in and i think it can be a little bit of a an intimidating community to kind of look at when you kind of look at it from the outside there's so many people putting out amazing content and very different styles of content and very data heavy or entertainment heavy or however that might be and just trying to find a way into it is is kind of difficult and I'll never be the sort of person who's gonna be a stats person or regularly doing podcasts or anything like that but anything that I can do to kind of pitch in and create a bit of enjoyment in the community I'm more than happy to do.
0: It's funny that you say that about like sort of like feeling on the outside and feeling a bit intimidated by the whole um, sort of FPL community because I was in a very similar position where like I was I was in the FPL community prior to Champman but obviously on not such a big a scale and then obviously this came about, I got involved in it and then started doing the pods and they seemed to be pretty re- well received. So I think it yeah. is like a really nice gateway for like some maybe let's say lesser known accounts to sort of like make themselves better known and within like a, a really like niche sort of uh, area of the Absolutely, FPL community. Yeah which I think has is, is been really good for, like, building relations between people that way.
1: Yeah, and I think if I look at something like the the 24-hour stream that Planet FPL did, which was absolutely incredible, but you yeah, see amazing, the amount amazing. People, yeah, the amount of people that threw themselves in to kind of help or provide content or just to kind of whether even if it was just to donate it was just an incredible thing and it it kind of really showed you what the fpl community can do when it's in a positive light i think there's been times over the last 18 months within the community where it probably hasn't been quite so positive and you've seen sort of negative examples of things and and bickering and things like that but that whole the champ man community has kind of really restored my faith in that whole community spirit, I guess, around FPL and, and Champ Man and hopefully that'll carry on now moving forward. Um going into kind of the, the second half of the season with Champ Man and also obviously a crazy last nine game weeks with FPL. Yeah,
0: totally. Uh, I just want to move back to um the leaks just for a quick second. Has there any cool. has there been like anything where you just thought of it in your head and been like, oh that's a bit too that's a bit too raunchy, that's a bit too dangerous to post as a leak or something that you, you thought would work well as a leak
1: but haven't decided to do for one reason or another? nothing particularly that i've come across with that i did consider um with the wrestling story kind of slandering gary neville's name and having him sort of drooling over the divas wrestling match and that's how i got the (laughs) team news but i thought i might be going a little bit too far particularly then obviously the the fantasy champ man account then tagged him in a few tweets after that so i thought if he'd have gone back and read all of that it might have been a little bit dodgy yeah Uh, uh, Yeah, I don't really want that. Um, no, but no, I haven't I haven't necessarily had anything as of yet that's come up where I've thought, no, I can't really do that. Um I'll be very, very let's say I'll be treading very, very carefully if I have any leaks from Chelsea over the course of the rest of the season. <laughs> um, Graham Ricks being their manager now. I'm not I'm not gonna say his name again or, or engage in anything with that. I hope I don't get any leaks from them. Um and I suppose some of the Leeds fans may have been a little bit a little bit put off by some of the stuff I've done at Elland Road. Um but that's very much just my own personal hatred of Leeds and the marching on together song, which might be the most irritating thing in football. And I did see FPL Iron's tweet out earlier we just need Leeds to come up now. And if it may have been bait to, to get a rise out of people like me, but I, <laughs> I cannot stand the whole conversation of all oh, we all want Leeds back in the Premier League, they're such a big club. Please, did, no. The did you not enjoy the club. documentary? Uh, I haven't watched the documentary, oh, that's um, great. Sunderland Till I Die is something I'm very keen to watch. Uh, Sunderland Till I Die is
0: better than the Leeds documentary, so I I do prefer Sunderland over Leeds for that reason. But the Leeds documentary is pretty good. Leeds is better than Man City's one.
1: I may have to give it a go, but it's just a, it's a real hatred of anything Leeds United, unfortunately, um, which does make my personal life a little bit awkward at times. <laughs> no, I
0: totally understand that. <laughs> um, so we mentioned, we mentioned briefly about the FPL coming back. Um, do you see yeah. that going to cause disrupt, um, disruptions to Champman FPL in any way? And are you still invested in the current FPL season itself?
1: Um, I think from but- a... I'll answer from a Champman perspective first. I think naturally it's going to it's going to take people's attention away a little bit. I think be, I think the guys would accept that that will happen. Um, I'm hoping it doesn't too much. I think the guys have been very careful in trying to make sure the, the the streams and stuff that are done and the match days are kind of avoiding the football as much as possible. But I think it is natural that FPL coming back is going to turn some people's attention away, particularly if they're not doing particularly well um, in Champman. I think they're going to potentially maybe start to lose a little bit of focus, but I really hope that doesn't happen because I think the guys deserve for people to keep their interest. And I do think there's obviously been so many positive comments from people high up in the FPL community. And I know uh, FF scout Luke's been saying he's, he's gutted that FPL's back because it will take people's focus away from Champman. And I really hope that isn't the case, but I think it's natural that it'll have a little bit of an impact, particularly in this next week or so, while people are tinkering with bench boosts and free hits and whatever else they might be doing over the, over the course of the next sort of nine days. Um, so yeah, I think it will have a, a short-term impact. I'm hoping it doesn't have a long-term impact and that the game keeps up the traction that it's had more often, more selfishly than anything else cause, because I'd like it to continue into another season or however that might, might look for the guys from there. Um, in terms of FPL, I am very much still invested in it. I am having a, a good season for a change. Um, so I think I'm ranked just under 7K. Wow. Um, I've got nice all go my chips left. Yeah, all my chips left. All your chips, chips left as well? In. I've used the triple captain. I was one of the lucky ones that went for Salah rather than Mane, which obviously paid off massively. Jamie oh, Javi um, Yeah, and then in the last game before lockdown, I, I had Harvey Barnes and Jamie Vardy. So, took a massive kind of jump forward at that point. So, yeah, I am still invested in FPL. I think I'll be bench boosting this first double game week back um, and then wildcarding straight out of it. But, yes, I, I am still invested in FPL, but I'm also very much still invested in Champ Man, I think my role within Champman man in the kind of background is increasing at the moment. So this weekend will be the first time that Dave has a weekend off from writing the match day tweets. Cause I'm doing them for him. Um, so oh, I nice. give him a, a little bit of a breather. It does mean that I get access to the game, which is going to be awkward. So I have to lock my team in sort of two and a half days early. I can't tinker with it, which is going <laughs> to be irritating. Um, but it's just, I, I, Dave's done the match day tweets every Wednesday and Saturday for God knows how many weeks. And I think, he deserves a weekend off, so I, I offered to kind of step in, and he's uh, very kindly sent me a, a how-to video in his traditional style, which I haven't watched yet, because he warned me there may be some spoilers in it, so I'm very much a case of, right, don't look until you've potted um, So yeah, I'm going to be helping with some of the back the background stuff for that.
0: But That's the, very the
1: exciting. Are, it is, it's, it's obviously trying to restrain myself from too many gifs and jokes, but to know that <laughs> It'll be my tweets that James is, is reading out on his stream on Saturday. It'll be, uh, be quite entertaining. Are you going to include any subliminal
0: messages there saying like, oh, fuck James, or anything along those um, lines? He, I owe
1: him one, don't I? You uh, do. Well, After um, the whole fuck off Rob" pick scenario. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I, he says that was a joke. I don't know how much of it was a joke and how much of it was alcohol, and how much of it was <laughs> just that I, every time he mentions anything to do with Barnsley, I'm on his case. Um, but yeah, there's been a bit of an undercurrent. I, I actually messaged James yesterday um, after I'd had a conversation with you where you'd kind of said, Is this a friendly rivalry between you and James? Yeah, or is, like, a, is, there, uh, is there something vicious there? And you weren't the first person that had said it this week. So I, I did kind of drop James a message and say, there's no issue here, right? Um, <laughs> he, he, he did say he might release some kind of statement during the stream on Wednesday to say, no, we're all right, we do get along, we're just joking with each other. Um, but I think that's, that banter with James comes from how amazing Planet FPL is. I think for me, I own, I've only listened to them probably in the last year, year and a half or so. But I think the fact that you can have that banter with them is because when you listen to them on a regular basis, you feel like you know them because they're so open,
0: yeah, so totally. uh,
1: personable. I think both of them are absolutely fantastic. And if if there's any justice in a in a kind of football content awards, as much as I love some of the other people that are nominated, there is nobody that deserves that award more than James and such do this year. Um, and I really, really hope they get what they deserve for the amount of content and the quality of content that they've put out. And the stream, obviously, the 24-hour stream was just the icing on the cake for that.
0: Yeah, shout out to Planet FPL and also all the other guys who are going for that award. I think it's uh, who got the assist as well going for yeah, that. Who, and um, Tom and Nick and
1: Stagger, fantastic as well. Yeah, definitely. The volume of content is just incredible.
0: And obviously, there are other uh, people you can pick for that award as well. Don't just of listen course. to our own views. Um,
1: yeah. We, yeah. we are spoiled though, aren't we? We're, yeah, we're spoiled, we're spoiled for choice. There, yeah. there is a, there yeah, is a lot yeah. of
0: choice out there and we're, we are fully blessed to, be, um, to have people like this um, recording their voices for us each week. Yeah. Um, so when uh, the Champman season's over, obviously you've got this huge following as the, as the scout now. Do you plan to do anything else with that? Um, will you just keep it as a purely Champman account and if it comes back, you can pick it up again? Or will you change think, it to yeah. uh, like an FPL scout sort of thing? Um, what's your sort of feeling <laughs> behind that?
1: I think a lot hinges on what the guys decide to do in terms of whether they'll do another season or not. Obviously, if they do another season, um, I've already spoken to them and said, look, even if it means I don't play and I help you guys more with it, I'm more than happy to do that. Um, If obviously they make the decision that it's too much work or that people have kind of drifted away from it or whatever that might be, I think I would probably look to do something FPL. I probably wouldn't do anything scout. I think FPL scout is probably a term that's used far too much and it's got kind of yeah. other people that, that kind of use that terminology but i may turn it into some kind of fpl account based around stupid gifs or something most likely um fpl so yeah I'll, yeah fpl gif or <laughs> fpl sitcom or something stupid like that um nice. i'll probably do something with it i'm sure but um i think from a champ man perspective if the game is going i'll stick with that um, if the guys decide to knock the game on the head for whatever reason then obviously i'll consider kind of whether i want to deviate away but i think having a having an fpl account separate to my personal account so that my missus doesn't have to read all my fpl tweets might be uh might be a positive move so we'll, we'll consider that one as and when we get to it
0: and normally now that you said fpl gif and fpl uh sitcom people might they'll be gone steal, steal those names yeah, now yeah no totally i 've already a... gone now <laughs> I think it happened with um, FPL Booner. I think he changed his name to FPL Shane Long and then his handle got stolen. It was a uh, hilarious scenes when um, that was when uh, Shane Long scored. Um, I can't remember what month it was in now. It must have been, it feels like a lifetime <laughs> oh, ago. Um, it doesn't feel like a long time ago. Yeah, but it's coming back. It's coming back. Um, so, um, concentrating more on the Chapman season itself, have you got a favourite part of the season so far?
1: There's been a few, I guess. I think um, for me personally, obviously I'd, I'd, I'd listened to the Wolfpack where Andy and Luke had had a massive argument about Veron, um, And I owned Veron at the time and he scored a couple of goals in the second half of a game. That was, that was a kind of personal highlight on that one. Um, Herman Haridison's late winner against Arsenal was, was one that I was very keen on. Um, but I think the chaos of kind of the double game weeks, Matt Elliott's red card, the, the last-minute Teddy Sheringham goal... Just there's been so many fantastic moments that you just think it kind of takes you out of that simulated world and puts you into the game being real if that makes sense and it's it's been incredible how often that's happened i love the substitutions i can't when when a player comes on touches the ball twice and then gets substituted for no apparent reason those sort of things that just don't happen in in real life that just drive you crazy as an fpl manager that, that sort of thing is where i kind of get my kicks i think um, so, yeah, when you see like the goalkeeper getting substituted after 18 minutes or a player coming on as a sub after 72 and then going off again after 78, I think those kind of things are probably mm-hmm. my my favourite moments. I um, sort of um,
0: compared it to Stockholm Syndrome the way that... Um, I think it was... <laughs> I had Steve Marley as captain when Fulham had that double game week against uh, Liverpool and someone yeah. else. And it's that wanting your captain to score but knowing that they won't score that, f- yes. that feeling that you get from FPL so often, and, I've, and I'm kind of thinking like, oh, I sort of miss this feeling in the way. And it's really yeah, ex- 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 quite exactly in the game
1: week. I, I captain Robbie Fowler in that game week, and I think ten to fifteen minutes into the first game, I decide he's not going to score. You, you just you just know he's not going to score across the whole double game week. Um, so yeah, that, that sort of feeling, or when you've captained Thierry Henry and someone gets sent off and he gets substituted. Um, those sort of things that just remind you of kind of, I guess, why we play FPL—not just for the enjoyment, but for the pain that it brings as well. Totally, yeah.
0: Um, so, <laughs> have you got any uh, predictions for the second half of the season?
1: Um, I Without don't try to give away spoilers, away. by the way. I, I, right now, I have no spoilers. I haven't watched Dave's video, so I did say I wouldn't watch it until after I'd podded. Um, I, do, I don't I do think Middlesbrough will win the league. I mean, I don't think that's particularly a spoiler. I think Man United will, at some stage, streak away and, and kind of run away with the title. Um, I think Leeds are going to be very, very interesting in the second half of the season. Um, Ian Hart just feels like, inevitably, at some stage, he's going to explode and start scoring goals and getting clean sheets left, right and centre. Um, so I do think Leeds will go on some kind of a run. Um, I'm starting to seriously consider whether someone like Newcastle might get relegated. I think if, if Alan Shearer doesn't get to some kind of fitness, I think if he does, then they'll be fine. But if Shearer keeps getting these persistent injuries, I'd really worry as uh, as a Newcastle fan in this kind of crazy simulated world that they might continue to struggle all season. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to stick my neck out and say that Newcastle will be right in a dogfight until the end of the season. That
0: is big news. An official leak coming from the scout. Newcastle getting relegated. Yeah. so take them all like out of team go right
1: and, now. Yeah, go and find Alan Shearer and try and injure him. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think something like that. I mean, I do think Man United will run away with it. It's going to be very interesting to see how quickly they do, because obviously there's all the talk about whether they'll get a treble game week at the end of the season. If they get that and they haven't got the title wrapped up, then anyone who's got their triple captain in hand is potentially going to be laughing if Van Nistelrooy plays even just two of those games. Yeah, um, So, yeah, there's, it's going to be interesting. Hopefully, the, the title race will stay interesting right the way through. Um, and Spurs probably won't keep a clean sheet for the rest of the season. That'll be my other prediction. No clean sheet for Spurs. Wow. Yeah.
0: Too, too no, fair. Not. I don't think... Can't really argue with that one, can you?
1: No. I mean, it's very, very difficult to... I, mean, I don't even know who's going to play in goal for them this weekend. Um. They sold sullivan and keller's injured so could be anybody could be teddy Sheringham. Um, <laughs> could be james so yeah i mean it could be literally anybody so that's going to be really really interesting
0: uh, that'd be absolute scenes teddy Sheringham in in golfer spurs <laughs>
1: all
0: right we have actually got a few questions from the twit community who are all very impressed with your work well they haven't said that themselves but i imagine they are um some of them are a bit yeah. they, they have to be yeah you yeah. force them to say that under under gunpoint indeed um but a few of them are a bit odd um a few of them a bit um sort of what's the word i'm looking for they not very nice towards you uh, to say the least but we'll we'll run through them anyway and uh, see what you're on that's are.
1: absolutely fine i i've got a i've got a brass neck i'm fine i can cope with
0: it excellent stuff you'll need that so at fpl cobbler says which prominent personality from 2001 would you rather share a box of harry ramsden's fish and chips with Darius, Celebrity Big Brother
1: winner Jack D or Johnny Vaughan? Definitely not Johnny Vaughan, not a fan. Um, I don't think I could do it with Jack D because I would want to be the most sarcastic person in the conversation and he might beat me to that (laughs) award. So purely as a huge fan of his hit single, Colourblind, I'm going to go with Darius Dinesh. I would love to share some fish and chips with Darius Dinesh. Colourblind is an absolute banger, isn't it? Oh, I, I love that as, as a kid. Yeah. The music video in particular, just the whole, the whole experience was incredible. And very 2001. Has he released any other songs apart from that? I um, don't think I've heard I have absolutely no idea. But I would <laughs> hazard a guess if he has, that My Lovely Horse is better than them. Fair play, fair play.
0: Um Rich P underscore FPL who I think is another new sign into the Wolfpack along yeah, with you, if yeah, I'm correct.
1: Hello Wolfpacker indeed. Excellent.
0: Oh yeah, just a, a brief sidebar there. Um FPL Scout, Rob Pick. Not FPL Scout, sorry, CM FPL Scout, should I say? Rob Pick has joined the Wolfpack, so I'm gonna give you a Round of applause there. Very nice. And I
1: suppose Actually, that's what we're talking about in terms of sort of people on the outside getting into the community. Obviously if this hadn't if this whole experience hadn't happened and this game hadn't have happened, there is absolutely no way that would ever have happened.
0: That's um, true, yeah. So,
1: I mean, yeah, it's, that, it's created that little niche community that's allowed people to kind of step up. People like, I suppose, yourself as well, in terms of the podcast and stuff you've been able to do, and it's, it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, definitely. And he says, how did the Scout learn such strong... I'm going to say GIF. I say GIF rather than gif. I mean, and that's very contentious. But, um, yeah, the question is, how did the Scout learn such a strong GIF game? Also, what is the inspiration behind the scout character?
1: Um, I don't. Natural wit, I, think, I suppose, is what I'll go with for the, <laughs> for the GIF or GIF or whatever we want to call them. Um, I mean, it doesn't take a lot of intelligence to to, to click on GIF and type in David Brent or In Between or Peep Show, which tends to be where the vast majority of them come from. Um, but yeah, I think it's just having a a weird photographic memory for stuff that I've seen on comedy shows. So if I see a line and I think, oh, something similar to that happened in Father Ted, it's very easy for me to kind of piece together a GIF image that fits that as a response. Um, So there's nothing more to it than that, I don't think. Um, And I suppose, I can't remember what the second part of the question was, sorry.
0: He says, uh, what is the inspiration behind the Scout character?
1: Yeah, it was literally a case of speaking to Dave and saying, is there any way I can help in terms of trying to get the message out there? I think it initially started out as just, I'll send out some polls before the season starts of who do you think is the best-valued defender, who's the best-valued midfielder. And it was just something to kind of try and engage the community. I think they were conscious that from the point where they launched, they had a lot of spreadsheets and stuff to sort out before game week one could happen. And they didn't want the game to kind of lose traction. So it was kind of just someone to to fill the void, I guess. Um, and yeah, just, I think that was all it was really, was just something that, I, that came to mind as, I'll do some sort of scout account to, to kind of keep the, the community that was growing at that point engaged until the guys are ready to launch the game.
0: Yeah, it's really kicked off, hasn't it? Um, I imagine, uh, how many followers have you got? Do you mind me asking? Do you know off the top of your head?
1: I don't know off the top of my head, but I do have my Twitter account here. So one second, I think it's roughly a, a 1,000. Let me see. I have 1,173. I mean,
0: that is pretty amazing going, considering it's been going for, what, about two months now, is it?
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's crazy to consider that. I think it's, it's significantly more than my personal account has. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's been great to be able to engage on a champ man level and an FPL level with so many people. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful to the guys for creating the game that's allowed that to happen.
0: Yeah, definitely. Big shout out to the guys as always, uh, James, Andy and Dave. Yeah. So uh, speaking of James, actually, um, Lord Scottish James, as I like to call him, because he's Been my waiting mom, for <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> He says, um, long time listener, first time caller. My question is, if he was a fantasy chip, which one would he be and why? And he says, follow up question, armed with the insight gained from that role play, if he could invent a chip, what would he invent? And I presume he means uh, uh FPL chip rather than an edible chip, but um, you can take I'm that
1: either way. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm assuming so. Um, <laughs> before I answer the question, I just want to kind of say that James is absolutely incredible. Um, I, when, I, when I first started speaking to Andy and Dave about the game, they'd said, oh, we've, we've, we've got this spreadsheet guy who's helping us to kind of create the, the game in the background. Would you like to be involved in the testing for it? And it was kind of like, yeah, yeah. And I expected something so basic. And then when that was, I think it was when I saw that spreadsheet for the first time, I thought, okay, this game's got going somewhere. This game's got some legs. Mm -hmm. Because the the work that he has put into that, and I see in the background in the sort of chat groups and things, the amount of work. He and uh, another guy called Sean, which his his Twitter name is Ragtime Willie, I think, um, who's done a lot of the work with the website. And they're just both absolutely incredible in terms of the workload they've taken on. And I know, I know they've had some support now from some of the other guys in the community, but before I get into kind of engaging with James's stupid questions, I did just want to kind of pick him up a little bit. I think he did the same for me on the 24-hour the stream, but he's, the work he's done is incredible and so yeah, crucial. To definitely, game. shout out James and big time. Him. And that's the only reason why I'm going to indulge in answering these stupid questions. Um, <laughs> so I think from a, from a chip perspective... Um, I think I would have to go for triple captain in the sense that I see a joke and have to just run with it too far. So I'll, I'll go two times and sometimes even three times over where I should go with I the, that. And the stuff that I send. So I'll go with triple captain. And if I was going to create a chip, um, I would create one where your captain and vice captain get double points. That's
0: that that one from the one Norwegian point. Fantasy League, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I think it's, it's something I would like to see come in. Um, yeah. I think it would make it a little bit more interesting and obviously you see so many weeks where everyone's captain choice is the same and at least that vice captain would allow people to take a little bit more of a gamble so I think that's the one that I would probably go for
0: I think if if that to be brought in then just Salah and Mane would just be abused as that double captain
1: sort of choice there is is that risk I suppose yeah But I would like to think it would encourage people to take a few more gambles and punt on some of the sort of differentials as vice-captains. But you're right, it would probably just end up in Captain Salah, Vice Trent, Captain Salah, (laughs) Vice Mane. Yeah.
0: What can you do, eh? Um, One from Bancy Castle, and um, shout out to Bancy Castle as well. He was the guy who knocked me out of the Wolfpack-Webbington Cup. Uh, He beat me by four, I think it's two points in the end. It was pretty heartbreaking for me because I couldn't make my little uh, funny Photoshop thing. I used well, to I got
1: I got knocked out by the legend that is Jack Wilson. So I mean, oh I, damn, I can I can beat that. And Bancy Castle <laughs> just as a as a break from that was uh, when we me and Rich had to decide who was going to be in the Wolfpack Cup this weekend out of the GIF competition. Um, I sent Bancy Castle's tweet to Rich and said I quite like this one, and Rich overruled me. So Bancy Castle, it wasn't my fault. Just just to get that out there, now. Yeah, just Rich being a bastard. Yeah, basically. <sighs>
0: I oh, well, hate to hear it don't you oh, for it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll miss to Castle in the Cup at least it won't knock me out again which is uh, one silver oh, lining exactly. yeah. but anyways he says do you think that the fact that our pick is such an easy anagram has shaped the scout's personality and behaviour now presumably um, I'm trying to figure another sort of anagram he could be thinking
1: of but only one springs to mind unfortunately um, Ye- so yep. what's your answer <laughs> to that? Well, I think I, I told the story briefly on Twitter that when I started work with my current employer, they set my email address up in the system as robert.prick um, and, told, and told me it was accidental. Um, and I said, I'm not really that naive, but I'm not bothered. It's quite funny. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the way I would respond to that question is I think a lot of people within the community see my handle and then decide to behave like our picks. there is my response Um, so yeah it's a a common joke but I I like it thanks Bancy fair play Bancy Um, FPL teach
0: mode uh, another one of the wolf pack says how has the scout used up so much time but given us so little useful info it's like he's trying to be bad at his job and I've got down here winking face um Oh yeah, that's, that's where I've copied and pasted an emoji, but it's trans- transformed it to a word. <laughs> so, it doesn't say winking face, it just says, serious question, best under-the-radar option for blank game week 22. So, um, you can answer the first part if you want, or just go to the second
1: part. I'm definitely going to answer the first part. So, I mean, if there was a Father Ted episode that I was going to remake, it would definitely be kicking FPL teach mode up the arse. <laughs> uh, he gets everywhere. God. Um, so, yeah, in terms of a blank game week option... I think if you're looking at an under-the-radar player, you're probably looking at someone like Fulham. So, I mean, it's it's not going to be that under-the-radar. I think, for me, if you've held on to Alan Goma over the course of his suspension, which I have, he's been my third sub for the last two weeks, I think he's a great pick for 22 at home to Newcastle as a 4.5 defender. Um, and I think the usual kind of suspects in the midfield as well. Mal Bronk, if he's fit, I know he's trolled a few people with the injuries and then not playing. Stolzes and obviously Boa Morte as well. I think I'm certainly looking at the... Solakovic to Boa Morte move for 22, um, so I think I'd be looking at Fulham in terms of in terms of options there. I think Man United, a lot of people are going to have three anyway against Ipswich. Um Arsenal Liverpool, there's potentially some points there for Arsenal, but you who do you pick beyond Henri and Ashley Cole? There's not there's not a lot to go at. Um so yeah, I think I'd be looking at sort of Fulham players. I think everyone's already kind of moving towards Leeds. It's not the Chinese, it's the Leeds we're after. Um, <laughs> so I think it's it's everyone moving towards those three Leeds players already. So I think Fulham are gonna be the ones that people will target when we get to twenty two.
0: Yeah, fair play. Um, Just a bit off topic, um, before this podcast started, me and Rob sort of had a sort of mini discussion where he's trying to fit as many Father Ted quotes or references into this pod as possible. And I've done absolutely fucking horribly um, at trying to do that because I haven't watched Father Ted embarrassingly for... This year, I don't think properly. You can't. Watch, you can't
1: hack it, can you? you no,
0: I, I, I used to watch it all the time, but it's just one of those ones where, like, um, I haven't got the box set with me. I, I moved house two years ago, and I did take the box yeah, set with yeah. me. So it's, uh, yeah, so I haven't, haven't had that, and it's just you're kind
1: of like you're kind of like Dougal trundling along in his milk truck. Yeah, pretty
0: much just going at four <laughs> miles, and well, trying not to go below four miles an hour. Just exactly. Yeah, just don't go into too a fast. Big
1: just triangle of boxes. Yeah, yeah. See if you can get one reference in before the end, and that'll be your little your little moment. I'm honestly
0: racking my brains, and I'm I'm just going to force it in somewhere. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> at drawn underscore UK says, "Ask him," which I assume he means you, "If there will ever be a boy born who can swim faster than a shark, and can he kill a tiger armed with only a biro?" I'll let
1: you answer those two parts first before I move on to the third part of that question. Uh, all I know is Gareth Keenan could kill a tiger with a biro. Um, and in terms of whether a, a boy will ever be born that can swim faster than a shark, oh, I'm going to say no, but I will investigate it. Fair play, fair play.
0: He then, he then asks um, if he's enjoyed the experience and if he has plenty more hilarious material
1: for the other 18 game weeks. Well, I think it's 19 That's, game weeks, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think we're in game week 20 now. I think... Yeah. For, from my perspective, I think we've covered it. Yes, I've enjoyed it. It's been incredible to kind of engage with everybody and play the game. Um, I hope I've got the material, but it does very much rely on what I'm given. So obviously, it depends what Andy and Dave give me, and they do try and mix it up a little bit. I think there's a restraining order now from Elland Road, so I won't be going there again or Bellend Road, as I like to call it. Oh um, Yeah, so there's. The there's Missus does want to hear there. that she won't hear this um (laughs) there she wouldn't have the patience to have listened this far um so yeah i think i do think i have the capabilities of going the rest of the season and coming up with the material um but we'll see i mean what what more can you do once you've taken gary neville to a chinese restaurant and to watch a wwf show there's only so many more places i can go um but i will i will find a way of keeping this going for the next 19 weeks
0: i mean um I'm not sure if you've seen South Park, but you know where they put all the ideas into that idea, sort of like Tank, and then they get the... Adam uh, Sandler. The, is it, oh, <laughs> yeah. And they get the manatees <laughs> to sort of choose one out. I reckon it's going to be that sort of thing where you just put all of these niche references into a, a massive sort of machine and just randomise them out.
1: Yeah, I, I, remember, I certainly remember an episode where Cartman's at a film studio with Orsamo, Um and every <laughs> film that they come up with is Adam Sandler. doing. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, yeah that'll, it'll be very much like that we'll just be david brent popping up everywhere for the next 19 weeks in ridiculous situations oh fair play
0: see i, I can mention south park but i can't men-
1: mention fucking father ted yeah um, i mean the only show that you have to reference you've you've not got in it's it's pretty disappointing
0: yeah I, I'll, I'll keep thinking i'll keep thinking if i don't think of it then i'll just um i'll tell you what i'll, do. I'll record it later and then insert it, and it at anything. the end, and, and yeah, it'll you, look seamless and i'll make you, you look like a
1: shit one yeah you, You are definitely not going to win the Golden Cleric at this rate. I'm
0: not going to win the Golden Cleric. (laughs) Um, Final question from at Carl Coote. And um, apparently I blocked him, uh, which I don't remember doing. So sorry, Carl. Um, I I take (laughs) it back.
1: Just another act of heroism from the Scout. I got him unblocked.
0: Yeah, fair play. (laughs) (laughs) And he (laughs) says, um, what is the Scout's favourite Scouting trip so far?
1: Oh, I mean, I do like a McDonald's. So going there with Colin Calderwood was interesting. Um, I think it has to be Butlins, I think it won the vote on at the weekend um, and th- shout out to Corf, who's also obviously in the Wolfpack, oy oy, um, for helping me with the images on Steve Staunton hanging around outside Butlins, um, but yeah I think the Butlins one has to be a winner, um, it's a shame Lord Staunton hasn't really ever recovered from going to Butlins, he's very much disappeared off the radar um, he'll probably be on stage with like Howard from the Halifax Adverts doing some sort of promotional work Or something next season um, So yeah, I think the, the Butlins trip Has to be my uh, my favourite
0: Yeah, I'd say it's up there for me as well Fair play for that um, Right, I think we've gone on for nearly Well, about 45 minutes or so now. So I reckon I'm going to end it there Or I was, I'm going to get sick of the sound of my own voice um, I'm sick of the sound of mine So yeah, that, that absolutely oh, works It's a lovely Yorkshire tone you've got going on, mate I don't think anyone could get sick of that how on earth
1: did we listen to James and Such for 24 hours? Fuck knows, mate. I,
0: to be fair, I, I listened to it, um, I was on and off throughout the day because I had some shit going on, but I, probably about two hours or so, and even, even then, every every sort of bit I watched, I was on fire for all of it. And it was oh, just really, I mean, really but, impressive.
1: Absolutely. Apart from when it came to Such picking his champ man team, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was that was a moment. But yeah, just, just to level the score, James Linden, fuck off. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll end it there.
0: Lovely stuff. Right. Uh, Rob, thank you very much. Um, just before we go, is there anything that you want to promote of yours? Um, just anything that you want to tell us about? I'll give you this opportunity at the end now to plug yourself a bit.
1: No, no. Just from, from my perspective, um, Twitter account is CM Scout FPL. Obviously, I'll be sending a leak out every Tuesday, every Friday. I think for me, the most important thing, I don't want to shout myself out. I'd just like to shout out the, the Fantasy Man game. Obviously, the deadline is coming up. For people to get their teams imported or for new players to get signed up and get their teams picked, please, please get your phones, get on your laptops, get the get the game imported, get the game played. Um, it's fantastic. The streams that FPL Captain and James do are unbelievable. The pod content that you guys and the Wolfpack and everybody's been doing, it's just, it's incredible. So please do get involved in the game um, and obviously donate as well to either the Planet FPL guys or also to the Trussell Trust, which is what uh, Dave and Andy fundraise for with the game so i know there's a donors league where i think steph from beer nuts has donated a prize um anyone who's donated to the trussell trust can join the mini league to try and win that beer care package just everybody get involved donate the money it's a fantastic cause it's a fantastic game just get involved
0: yeah, definitely. And just speaking of that, Trussles Trust page, you can find that on their Twitter page. If you go to the top of it, it should be the main website, I think. So if you just yeah, want to go in there, donate what you can. Obviously, don't donate all your money, but if you've got a little bit of spare, I mean, like I've I saved like 50 quid not doing the commute every day, so I, I I chipped in a few few bits and bobs myself. So if you've got yeah. anything spare, then you know, just chuck it in there. And that's just a massive thank you to the guys as well. So yeah, shout out Dave, James, and Andy every time. And it's been, I don't know what I'm going to call this to be honest. I was going to call it. um do go interviews or some shit like that i will think of a better name for it to be honest <laughs> but if we get anyone else on again the then i'll make sure um i'll get that sorted but from me and rob it's uh for now see you later guys have a
1: good one thank you